0: to take another fifteen percent off of this course, and uh, we can't wait to see you there. Hey, it's another episode of your daily Scrum with professional Scrum trainers, Todd Miller and Ryan Ripley. Todd's on the bottom; I'm on top. You can see the names? That's who we are. We teach all of the Scrum.org courses. We also run the Agile for Humans community over at community.agileforhumans.com. Why aren't you in there? A lot of free content a lot of awesome people collaborating and talking and being awesome all at once it's great todd and i go live every once in a while in there we have some great events some good content get over there check it out community.agileforhumans.com todd today we got a question in our product owner course that ended <laughs> up this week how many pbis should be in the product backlog what a great question
1: i can't believe we've never done a video about this before
0: I'm shocked that there is still a scrum topic that we haven't covered. Like, this was, like we've, we've been stretching lately. This is amazing.
1: Yeah, it is amazing. So, uh, you know, what we thought we would do is uh, just give a quick, uh, uh, like a showcase, right? Yeah. So right here, what we're looking at is 100 sticky notes. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if we zoom out and we look at 200 sticky notes, Ryan?
0: That's a lot.
1: What if we go down to what probably a lot of our viewers' product backlogs look like? There is 500 sticky notes over here.
0: Oh my gosh. Flashbacks to old projects.
1: Yeah. How can you possibly? So, a hundred is a lot. You said a hundred is a lot. Hundreds a lot. Said
0: 200. Wow. That's a lot.
1: This is how can you possibly know everything that's in here?
0: You can't. i don't think you can i especially if our goal is and and i think on a scrum team our goal is to have a transparent product backlog Mm -hmm. how do you have a transparent product backlog that's composed of 500 pbis how -hmm. is that well understood so transparency does not mean visible if transparency just meant visible then this could work but transparency includes and i think largely means well understood how can you have 500 PBIs that's well understood by the scrum team and stakeholders? You can't,
1: you can't, you Can't. Right? And you know, we, we talked about, I, I talked, I was in a, I was in a pretty large uh, uh, development effort before, and I, there was only a hundred, right? Yep. Uh, because that way I could come up with the means to keep it transparent, you know, keep it limited, delete things. Like they had to really question whether something would go on there. You had to be, very diligent or as jeff watts says or you'd be very ruthless as a product owner about what on, what goes on the product backlog and doesn't and so you know i, I think you have a great idea what to do let's suppose i mean let's suppose you have 200 right let's suppose you have 200 yep. uh, what's a what's a way ryan that 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 we could possibly take this list and and make it a little bit more manageable right so
0: we like we like to give some basic guidance so this is all opinion space none of this is I mean, this is just practice. This is what we've tried over the last 20 years and it seems to have worked, right? So this is use at your own risk. Your mileage may vary, all those caveats aside. I want you to just take a look at your scrum team's throughput, right? And maybe your scrum team on average gets, you know, maybe they get 10 items per sprint. Maybe their throughput is 10. 10 items over the course of a sprint. And on average, that's what they achieve. Then I want you to think three to six months out because I I, I limit it to three to six months out. Because if you're running a great sprint review, you're also getting new ideas from your stakeholders and your customers during sprint review and new items are continually being added, right? So you're never gonna have a shortage of ideas coming into your product backlog. So when I say three to six months, let's go on the longer end because I think some pulses and heart rates are going up right now because we're about to recommend the delete key. So these, I know these product owners, Todd, they're, they're starting to get a little antsy. So if we say 10 items per sprint, three to six months out, let's go six months. Um, Let's say that you're running a one month sprint just for simple maths, right? So 60 items over six months. That's about what we can expect based off of our current throughput, Mm -hmm. right? So I would draw a line at about 60. So Todd's going to figure out where 60 is at, and he's going to draw a line on that 200 product backlog, on that product backlog with 200 items. Anything below that line is a wish list. We're just not going to get to it. Um, I think realistically, you know, looking at just the simple idea of throughput, multiplying it by an arbitrary time, it could be three months, it could be six months. If you're if you want to look at 12, that's great. But I think trying to visualize this, especially with your stakeholders and saying, look, above the line is six months worth of work. Below the line is stuff that's just not going to happen because you're going to keep feeding us great ideas, sprint review over sprint review. Now we start getting kind of ruthless in the way that we're managing our product backlog. And I would actually delete those green items. I would go ahead and wipe them out. And here's the thing. Maybe, maybe you want to be a little conservative and keep 80. So you're willing to keep 20 green items aside. That's fine too. You need to find your comfort zone. But I think Todd's putting a great idea up here. It's okay to delete Mm -hmm. the worst thing that's going to happen, right? Let's say we deleted a gem let's say we got rid of something really, really good. Guess what? If it's essential for your product, it's going to come back in a sprint review. Someone's going to suggest it. Someone's going to revive it. It's going to come back into your, into your product backlog. Great ideas circulate back. And so the worst case, you know, you're going to end up re adding it at some other point, but to have just the cognitive load of trying to keep all of these green items in your mind as a scrum team, and also, keeping track of the things we're likely to do, like this is crazy. And someone might say, well, this never happens in the real world. I, Todd, I remember specifically a keynote I was doing at a scrum conference back when we used to travel and go to conferences. And uh, part of that keynote is asking who has a, a product backlog. And everyone's hand goes up, of course, because it's a scrum conference. And then who has product backlog items in their product backlog? Ha, ha, ha. Of course we do. Who has a product backlog item in their product backlog older than a month? Of course we do. Two months, three months, four months. I got up to nine years at a keynote, Todd. There was a PBI Mm. that was nine years old. It was a mainframe change at a financial company. And I I had the hardest time convincing this gentleman, first of all, you're never going to make this change and you never need to. Your company's doing great. It's been nine years. It's time to move on. And that's just one one instance of many running this keynote. This is this is not an this is not a warehouse, right? This is an options list that we need to keep lean and mean so that we can keep it transparent and that we can keep developers especially, you know, eye on the prize, fully understanding where our product goals are leading and not getting distracted by a hundred items that we're never ever gonna work on.
1: Yeah, you know, I just wanted to build on what you said there. You mentioned throughput, right? And I think this is a great opportunity for us to take throughput, run through a Monte Carlo simulation, assuming that you're collecting cycle time and you have a throughput. And you can use a Monte Carlo simulation to see what the potential could be in a probabilistic forecast for six months, right? This is exactly why you would use a probabilistic forecast and draw the line at where you think it is at six months and then start trimming from there, right? It's okay to delete. This would be a good uh, uh, this would be a good place for you to use the Monte Carlo simulation and uh, and yeah, and as you can see, it's a lot easier to understand what's here uh, than understand even what's in all of these. So yeah,
0: cool. We hope that makes sense. Let us know in the comments. What are your follow-up questions? Have you had an experience like this before? Have you ever tried the delete key and it led to bad things? It led to good things? Let us know. Also, your questions help us make future videos. All right, it's end screen time, Todd. Be sure to check out the socials, like, and subscribe. You never want to miss a video. Todd keeps coming up with these really cool ideas and these mural uh, visualizations. You don't want to miss these. Uh, Check out everything we got going on over at community.agileforhumans.com. That is the premier Agile and Scrum community where Todd and I spend quite a bit of time looking at your questions, going live in events, and uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff there. Check it out. Some videos are going to pop up. We think you're going to like them. The algorithm does too. Be sure to binge watch those and uh, keep leveling up your Scrum practices. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go forward, do some great things. Hit the delete key on your product backlog and let us know how it goes. Until then, we'll see you next time. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training.